Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone. Kellen Patterson of the O'Kellen Clan. Kellen of the O'Kellen. Hello. How are you doing? It's good to uh, know you're all still there, not covered by the COVID. What do you think about that, Netherite? Crikey. 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 You know why? Because we can. We sure can. Well, anywho, this program is sponsored by Paper Me Muffin. Yeah. Them folks up north, them boys. Them boys for Paper Pay didn't know what they was getting into when they started something like this. Let's see how this story is. Them boys. <laughs> them them boys. boys. Well, in here, if you got yourself uh, one of them semis and feel like driving <laughs> on around, with your natural bodies and physiques, like a uh, <laughs> semi with uh, like what that's right? I tell you what, I like a macaroni ice cream. I tell you what, and maybe a little CBD on the side. Maybe we're gonna talk about. We're gonna, we're gonna talk, talk about, about that. that stuff. Well, that's a that's new right. wrinkle and new wrinkle in the conversation. Let me tell you what. <laughs> well, anywho, check us out at payforbmuscle.com and uh, let's chit chatter with the, uh, these northern folks with a little banter. And then uh, we'll ski daddle over to the gym or something and do, mate. What do y'all call that uh, fitness stuff y'all be talking about? <laughs> uh, I think there's something, something in the. Barometric pressure today, that's wind. a little off. There's a <laughs> wind. wind. Like a a Do you remember that movie with Jodie Foster and she played that uh, that young woman who had some, um, oh, she had some learning disabilities and I forget what they were, but she would talk about a tree in the wind. She would call it a tay in a ween. Do you remember that? Oh Did you ever see it? I, Does I, anybody I, I, know I, I, what I'm talking well, considering that you're older than me, it must have been really before your time. It must have been. Gosh darn. Hashtag Hashtag Hey, but before we get to this new extracurricular sprinkle we were just talking about right then in there and, and just like that, um, like let's that. talk a little bit about the uh, new P4P product that you were that you were promising I don't know what you were promising. Were you promising free samples, or what? What did you have going on? I, today? I was taking soups and putting it in people's cups, and uh, we were cleaning each and every cup to make sure that we wasn't spreading that COVID for nobody. That's what I'm dreaming about right there. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. So you weren't just promising free samples to anybody and everybody. It was only your friends that fit body you. So what was it that you were sharing today? Because I know it wasn't Snickerdoodle. No, no. No, I'm kind of selfish when it comes to that there snickerdoodle. But anyway, um, no, it was, uh, I got my shipment today, so I took a picture of everything. And so people can see the new one thinking they are, well, so many people know my regular regimen of supplements. So I, I figured they would all know that it was going to be the, the bomb diggity pop, man. And that you, I, I finally remember the name of the stuff without having to Google it. And it was the rocket popsicles. The Rocket Pops? The That's Rocket Pops. Yeah. You remember the popsicles from the ice cream trucks, the Rocket Pops, the red, white, and blue ones? That's yep, yep, like. Bomb Pops. They were called yeah. Bomb Pops. Yes. Well, they, and, uh, they were Bomb well, Pops we in my day. They were Rocket Pops yes. in your day. So they had the big rocket on it with, that popped in your mouth. Well, you can't see that now. You probably go to jail. But anyway, <laughs> it tastes really good. What is going, what is going on? I think I so think good. your your 
endocannabinoid system is on full tilt right now, or maybe it's not. Maybe it's crap. Or maybe it's I don't not. Know, you, know what? you know what I do know? I do know that Dr. Peter Johansky is on the line with us tonight, and he is going to be talking to us about one of the most important systems that you have in your body, and that's the endocannabinoid system. So, Dr. Peter, say hello. Give a little intro. Hello. Tell us what's new with you. Well, hello, everybody. Um, I am glad to be back on. Hello. I'm glad to be back on with you guys. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can can hear you. I can hear you. Okay. And I heard it. Okay, good. I can hear me as well. So, um, yeah, glad to be back <laughs> on with you guys. Um, <laughs> it's, so, yeah, we're going to talk about the endocannabinoid system. I, I just wanted to ask you guys a couple of questions, though. So um, how are you guys doing in your training for the uh, – are your shows still um, up uh, on the calendar? Uh, mine is, as I confirmed for, but Des won't commit. So I think she's a runaway bro. Ah, ah. Okay. Oh, Kayla, because I'll, you're such a supporting friend. Call her out. <laughs> he's, he's right. He's right. I have not committed. I have not committed. Not to this oh, year. I have okay. committed to getting back on the stage. It was my goal this year, but I, I can't promise it's going to be this fall. I just can't do it. Can't do oh, it, Dad. Okay. No. Oh. Okay. But well, I know you guys were talking about it um at the in uh, oh, the last show and um I'm doing it. Awesome. Awesome. And that's August 22nd, yeah. I think. Is that right? Yes, August 22nd. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, our first show's out here. Our first official show is still scheduled and that's going to be the INBA PNBA International Pro-Am Battle Against Cancer. Um out here in California, run by um Denny Kakos and um so that is I talked to Denise Kekos yesterday, and so that is definitely a go for July 25th. So that's Happy kind of birthday. our first, our first show out here. Yeah. We can go that little yeah. happy birthday. Today's yeah. her birthday. Yeah. Today yeah, is her birthday, right? Her and Jason. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <Absolutely. clears throat> so, um, well, good. Well, I hope your training is going good because your gyms are uh, – Officially opened, um, maybe a little bit. Yep. What, what's the status over there? Yep. Yep. Well, good, anytime good, good. fitness yeah, are open. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, our gym uh, opened up just uh, two weeks ago, and so all is uh, all is good on this end in in that category. So everybody's, you know, starting to ramp up to some normalcy as far as training goes, and I'm looking forward to you know getting on stage and. In the late summer and early fall, so um, yeah, so yeah, we're going to talk about the. Yep, <clears throat> I think we'll um, we're going to talk about the endocannabinoid system today, and you know, ironically, it's a system that, you know, um, there's a doctor uh, Rachel Knox, and here's a big old word. She's an endocannabinologist, and she's an expert oh, yeah. in. Um, and, yeah, say that three that's times fast. Yeah, in the endocannabinoid system, and you can find her on YouTube. Her name's Dr. Rachel Knox, K-N-O-X. So if anybody wants to get additional information, you can go and look her up. And um, she does a TED talk, which is uh, really great. It's a short 15-minute talk, which gives a lot of information. And you know, I'm hoping to also give you guys an introduction to the endocannabinoid system. And I guess we can call it ECS for short, if we don't want to say endocannabinoid, but the ECS system. And uh, what's interesting about it is it's, it's kind of considered a, a secret system that not too many people know about because, believe it or not, it was only discovered that we had an endocannabinoid system in the late 80s and early 90s. And before that, we did not know that this system existed. And uh, for that reason... In my textbooks, when I learned anatomy and physiology in 1992, it was not included. And um, Dr. Knox, um, she graduated from medical school in 2012, and it was still not in her textbooks either. And so it is uh, probably, well, it's arguably the most important system in your body 
that um, nobody's talking about. And <clears throat> there's a couple of reasons. And, Kaylin, you have, in previous shows, have, have asked me questions about, um, you know, why certain holistic health practices are not talked about and, you know, why we down the road of prescription medications. And, and we'll kind of cover that has a lot to do with this endocannabinoid system as well. And, um, and I think, Kaylin, something that you will appreciate, um, something that will be extremely helpful for your uh, endocannabinoid system and will enhance its uh, efficiency is chocolate. So oh. I, I know you'll like yes. that. Well, yes. So you're all over it now, right? Well, <laughs> I am. Yeah, so we'll get to the chocolate in a little while, you know, because I, I have been we absolutely. Stop. We can end the show right yeah. now. She's in her own gut. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> oh, don't be salty. Don't be salty. Be snickerdoodle sweet. Um, okay, so Dr. Peter, before yep. we get too far down the road, our listeners are already chiming in. So Carl says, so we have like a weed station in our bodies? <laughs> we absolutely, believe it or can not. Can you clarify? We have a, so, so I can absolutely clarify. And that is really the reason it's not talked about from, a medical standpoint because you cannot take a plant that grows in nature and patent it as a drug. And our human body is the, is we don't have many receptors that can, can take something from the outside directly as is and put it in our body and have it do something. We have a receptor for the, for, for, cannabis and CBD directly as it's grown. So is it, do you think it's a coincidence that there's a plant that's grown on this planet that we as humans have a receptor for directly? And that is, um, so the answer is yes, Carl. We have a weed factory wow. receptor in our, in our body. And it's, you know, and weed or cannabis is only one species. It's, it's one of the plants in the species of the um, that the endocannabinoid uses a system uses hemp and cannabis are yeah. identical except for the fact that cannabis has much more of the psychoactive THC, which is the you know molecule that will get you high or you know have a psychoactive effect. Hemp only has maximally 0.3 percent at the most of THC, which is not enough to give you a psychoactive effect, but both of them have equivalent um, CBD, and there's a number of different cannabidiols in um, hemp as well as in cannabis. And so in my office, I only use hemp, and, um, you know, you get the same results and, and we can, we'll go into the differences a little bit, uh, but THC does play a role in the endocannabinoid system differently, a little differently than um, CBD does. But um, you know, it's mostly CBD that we'll talk about today. And, and um, but it's, it's actually more than CBD because it's not just CBD from hemp that we can use to, accelerate the efficiency of our endocannabinoid system. Um, and, and Desiree, do you have any other questions we want to answer right now? Yep. You know, you're getting good at this mind reading thing because I do have a question I want to ask That's before scary. we get down the, endo, <laughs> the endocannabinoid sure. road. And this one is from Jake, and he's wondering, do poppy seeds live in the family of plants that you're talking about, the cannabis, the hemp? I don't believe I don't know the the answer to that, but poppy seeds seem to be um, linked to is that op, uh, opioids, right? And op, uh, opiates. It's more of an opiate. Because I, I, so. I believe so, but I'd have to double check that. Yeah, I don't. Poppy seeds have never been in the conversation of um, the endocannabinoid system in CBD and uh, hemp or cannabis. So I I can't say 100%, but I don't believe so. Well, we got that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we have to kind of figure out and de define what the endocannabinoid system is, okay? And um, I will tell you first how it was discovered. It was discovered 
with cannabis, and in the, in the late 1980s, um, scientists could not figure out what the uh, THC, how it affected the brain and gave this psychoactive uh, effect. And so what they did is they put a, um, a tracer, uh, uh, a radioactive tracer on this cannabis and they traced it all the way through the body and to find out where it would end up. And sure enough, it went to the whole body. It went through the brain, to the central nervous system, to all the different organs. And, and they couldn't figure out what it was binding to. But it was binding to these receptors. And that's how they discovered what the endocannabinoid system was through this um, research in the late 80s and early 90s. That's why, like I said, it's so new and it's not so much uh, talked about, especially, like I said, in textbooks. And uh, basically what we have found is the endocannabinoid system is a system of receptors that is found throughout our entire body. And, you know, we know all of the different systems in the body that we've learned in, in school you know, the circulatory system and the pulmonary system, the skeletal system, the muscular system, the nervous system. All of those systems, you know, are very familiar to most of us that are in healthcare. But this endocannabinoid system obviously is not. And what the endocannabinoid system is made up, like I said, a number of receptors, and there's two different types of receptors. There's, and they're called CB receptors. One is a CB1 receptor, and it's a receptor that's found in the brain, in the central nervous system, and a lot of the other organs. And the second receptor that makes up the endocannabinoid system is a CB2 receptor. And that receptor is found mostly in, of all places, the mitochondria. And we talked a little <laughs> bit about the endocannabinoid system and the cancer show and how the endocannabinoid system and CBD will help with the cancer treatment. And that's because of the CB2 receptors in the mitochondria. So we have all of these receptors in our body throughout every, pretty much every cell has a receptor. And that's why it is arguably the most important system in our body. Because really the way that, the best way to look at it is you can look at it a couple of different ways. And I think we've talked about this a little bit. You can take every one of those systems I talked about before, and if we want to make every system in our body a separate section in an orchestra, you know, the string section, the horn section, the flute yep. section, and so on, what we can do is uh, put those all out there, and then the endocannabinoid system is now part of that. But as we've probably mentioned, the place in the orchestra that the endocannabinoid system would be would not be playing an instrument. It would be the conductor on stage conducting all of the other systems to play in tune together. And that way, all of our systems communicate. You know, our endocannabinoid system, its purpose is to direct and correct going on in your body and overall manage your health. So, you know, you've heard of the term homeostasis, which is balance. Yes. Our endocannabinoid system's main job is to balance everything so that it is working well together. So without a properly tuned endocannabinoid system, your health will not be as optimal as you would like it. And, you know, a couple of, a couple of brief examples would be, you know, some of the things like pain, inflammation, you know, when we are stressed, you know, every, you know, things happen in our body. And the best way to, the way the endocannabinoid system can handle this, um, think about it this way. If you have a, uh, if you live in an apartment and somebody next door has got the music cranked up and that music okay. will represent pain or inflammation. So you're just, on fire or you're hurting and it's just too loud, right? It's amplified and that's all you can think about. Well, what the endocannabinoid system is, is it's the volume control. So you can go next door, you can knock on the door and tell 
your neighbor to turn down the music and then you can relax and feel better. Basically what the endocannabinoid system does to your body, it turns down the volume of pain or inflammation or whenever something is not functioning properly, its job is to try to find balance and, you know, fine tune what's going on. So that's really what the endocannabinoid system is. And that's why there's receptors in every cell. So there is a communication amongst every system. And again, that's why it's probably one of the most important systems. So, you know, that's the endocannabinoid system in a nutshell And there are things that we can do to enhance our endocannabinoid system. Um, There's things that will harm or take down our endocannabinoid system. And, you know, Uh my goal today is more more to get into a conversation of, you know, some of the things that we can do to be proactive because it's not just CBD. CBD and THC, those are, those are um, endocannabinoids. Those are one plant that grows on the planet that will actually, like I said earlier, have a, a, a constituent that has, our body has a receptor directly for, which is our endocannabinoid system. So let me just, okay, um, how are we doing? Do we have any questions? Um, we do have a question. This one is from Dale. He says, with the information highway open so wide, why isn't this groundbreaking stuff more readily available? I feel I'm only finding out about this stuff when I listen to you guys. And um, just I'll quickly throw out there, Dale, it is available. It's just a matter of knowing what to look for. And if you're not traveling in a more holistic health circle, it's really hard to find out about some of these topics. What do you think, Dr. C? Yeah, I, let's, I, I think I'd like to defer the answer to that for a few minutes down the road because I, that's the whole topic that we need to talk about as to why the information isn't readily – it's not really readily available and talked about, especially in our um, Western that's medical that's system. That's really Sorry? odd here. I, I, I find issues with, I mean, that's just crazy that with it's, this yeah. kind of stuff that, you know, especially with sickness and it, and ways to basically subvert it, that, I mean, that doesn't sound like we're as healthy-minded or health-concerned as we should be in the field that deals with health. Absolutely. So, you know, let's, if we want to get into this, I want to, actually, you know what, let's, let me, let me just describe a couple of other things and then we'll, and we'll, we'll go into that because that's, that's a big topic, but I just want to, I want to give you a little bit more important information to lay the foundation for the um, endocannabinoid system. Um, There is, um, you know, you know, when you, when when you run, you know, you've you've heard of the runner's high and, you know, the endorphins and all of, all of these things. Well, you know, believe it or not, what we have found out that it's really not endorphins that, um, that give us this runner's high. It's a different substance and it's called anandamide. And that is part, that's the main molecule that runs the endocannabinoid system. It's manufactured in your body. And it's also, the best way to think about it, it's also known as the bliss molecule. It gives you a feeling of well-being and happiness. So we'll, we'll refer to anandamide as the bliss molecule. It's the bliss okay. molecule that activates the endocannabinoid system. And the more of this bliss molecule you have, the more active and efficient the endocannabinoid system is at balancing your health and keeping you healthy. And so there are a lot of foods, there are a lot of activities that will either enhance anandamide production and, and or take anandamide, the bliss molecule, away. And so I just wanted to make sure that we added that bliss molecule in so that we know when we talk about some of the things that we can do to enhance the, the endocannabinoid system, that's how it gets enhanced because we're either 
taking we're, we're directly making it possible to for our body to make more of this bliss molecule or to let it hang around longer so it's longer acting or to cancel it out and so our um, actions our actions of how we live what we eat, what we do for activities, how much we get stressed out about things will have a direct impact on this bliss molecule. And so it's all about that molecule that will dictate um, how well our endocannabinoid system is functioning. So, um, so I wanted to get, you know, that, I just wanted to get that out of the way so that we, we kind of, you know, our goal is now, how do we keep this bliss molecule being manufactured and what, manu- and, and what things do that and what things keep it around and what things take it away? Because we don't just have to have CBD. CBD is one of those things that will do it and really sensitize uh, the bliss molecule. And so I want to make one, one distinction here because we, we've been talking a little bit about cannabis um, I don't, you know, I don't um, do any cannabis in my office. I don't do, it's legal in California, but I don't, I, I, I don't do that. But here's the thing about um, cannabis. So we talked about THC as the psychoactive, right? So, mm-hmm. and we talked about the bliss molecule, anandamide is actually produced by the body. And that anandamide, bliss molecule runs the endocannabinoid system. Well, the only other thing that can do that, and it's almost identical to the bliss molecule, is THC. That is why people feel happy and high. THC is an exogenous bliss molecule, like anandamide is an endogenous made by your body. So that's the distinction. It can directly, if you take in THC, it's like you're making anandamide. Everything else, okay. like CBD or different foods or different activities, will help your body to either will help your body or encourage your body to make more of this molecule or let it hang around longer. But THC will directly fit into the same lock that anandamide does in the body. Okay. So that, that's yeah. the, uh, I, I just wanted to make sure we covered all that stuff before we kind of got into, you know, some of the, why is this not available, uh, this information available as readily and what okay. we can do to um, help ourselves out and be healthier. So do we, okay. we want to so answer any other questions currently? I, I think we do have a couple we want to get to. So folks are wondering if you're saying bliss, Molecule or blitz, he's saying bliss, B-L-I-S-S, bliss as in happy. So your body will make a bliss hormone or you can have a bliss enhancing drug like THC in pot that makes you feel the same way as the natural hormone does. So if you're not producing enough or you just want more, you just want the feeling all the time. So your body will naturally produce it or you can recreationally create the same effect. That's where we are. All right. Kaylin, you got anything else? Yeah. I, I wanted to get on the, the, the fact that, you know, I, I'm still frustrated that in, in, I mean, people being in dire need of pain relief, and, and things that'll, you know, aid in that recovery without the side effects. Because I, I, you know, my mom was a nurse, and one of the things I hated hearing was the side effects of, of all the people had to take to be ready or prepared to start healing. And it seems like into the healing if you're releasing so much stress, cortisol, I mean, cortisol-related uh, stuff into your system that basically slows down the process of healing. And that's you know, that's just with a little bit of information. I know that, you know, you, it would be beneficial. And it just seems like we're, you're, you're going in the wrong direction when you're talking about healing. The last thing I wanted was more more things to slow down the healing process. And, it, I, you know, I've, I've, I've heard about the cannabinoid, the cannabinoid things in, in the past and cannabis. And 
I never really classified it as a drug because simply because of the lack of side effects, you know, other than what's already been listed. And I said, well, you know, if you're, if you're trying to heal a body and, you know, sometimes heal a mind, wouldn't it be better? Because, you know, I've never done this stuff in my life, but I know that it has its, its purpose and job, and it seems like it's more considered the, the gateway drug. I think that's what they called it to keep it from progressing any further than it did, especially on the hemp side. And uh, I'm really confounded and confused at this, and uh, Dez has got me breathing through my nose because I'm a little frustrated as to the neglect that's being done to people's health and recovery simply because of a bad uh, bad name, basically a bad name put on it by people who are going after a different uh, issue and problem. I don't want to get into the politics of it, and so I'm trying to avoid that part. Right. Well, the, the way that I consider uh, these sorts of things like cannabis is we call them plant medicine, right? Plant medicines are just that. They are uh, medicinal plants that have been used for centuries uh, and centuries to help heal people. Natural healers um, have been using these things for, for, for a long time. And um, so because we have receptors for these things, um, that is the, you know, that there's, there's no cost uh, or little cost to using some of these things. And, you know, this all goes back to a couple of guys, uh, Andrew Carnegie and David Rockefeller all the way back yep. in the early 1900s. There you and go. this is, this, this is called the industrial medical complex. That's what our Western medical system is. It's an industrial medical complex. It's a big machine, right? And it started with those guys. And then there was, uh, they hired a guy uh, named Carl Flexner and they had him come down because before, before these two guys came onto the scene in the 1910s, the, the, the general medical approach in this country was holistic plant-based medicine with, with homeopathic, naturopathic, chiropractic, osteopathic um, physicians all practicing holistic medicine. Well, they hired Carl Flexner, and they decided, because they had the millions and millions of dollars, that they were going to change the system, and that's what they did, because you could not patent any of these plants so they patented drugs, and they became yes. the pharmaceutical um, um, czars, and they handpicked, through the Flexner Report, um, 30 medical schools that they wanted to model after John Hopkins University and then peddle their wares of pharmaceuticals and make it part of medical training. So – if you did not go with the flow at that time, you were blackballed and yep. you got no funding because these people had the money to fund these schools. And so that's how this all started. And so our books, our textbooks, what every doctor learns from was all established by this industrial medical complex of information. And that mm -hmm. is why to this day, nothing is really talked about in regard to anything holistic. All of those institutions and forms of treatment took a back seat and were scoffed at as um, quackery. And, you know, so to the point where people did not want to um, be associated with it if they were part of this mainstream, kind of what we see going on today. And yes. so that's, that's how this all kind of transpired, and those families still have a massive hand, Rockefeller University, you know, Andrew Carnegie Foundation, um, they have a massive hand in this industry currently today as well, and so that is, um, but that's the big reason that it's not in a lot of information, because they don't really want this information out there, because 
we can take care of ourselves. We can take if we can take care of our endocannabinoid system directly with with proper activities, proper foods, avoiding other things that are bad for us. They don't have a we don't feel bad, and they don't have a pill to give us. And so, you know, obviously they don't want that information out there disseminated amongst the masses. And so that's that's really the reason, and that's really the only reason. But you know, guys like doc, or people like Dr. Rachel Knox and others, and, and myself, I'm trying to be an educator and educate the general public about all of this information because it's it's how humans really work. We don't we don't have any receptors for any pharmaceuticals that are manufactured, no. right? They're all chemicals. We have receptors for food and for plants. I, dude, I, I'm I'm a little mind blown at all the work because every everybody you just talked about is common understanding as to what went wrong for the advancement of real medicine, and I I know like I I just you know, being in the Midwest we still have a lot of uh, Native American culture because we we still have certain uh, parts of the state that still have you know some tribes. And one of the things that was just mind-blowing is going over to what would be considered an elder's home. And, you know, my pastor talked about having a headache. She walked back in there and came back, and his headache's gone as soon as he took it. I mean, not, not like 10, 20 minutes later. As he's ingesting it, it's gone. And I, I'm asking her just openly, what are the side effects of this? And she goes, what do you mean side effects? You know, this herbs and, 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 and basically things right out of the ground in the backyard. And I, I, right. I was just, you know, because I'm thinking, well, why do I have to pay, uh, go over to the, the, you know, Walgreens and, and Walmart and, and spend out, you know, 40 or 50 some odd dollars, and that's just to get the first prescription. Then you've got another prescription that, because the first one is just the side effects prescription, and then this is the real deal that's supposed to be curing or basically masking the issue that you have. So... You know, I, I, I just became very at odds, kind of backwards. Like we're almost running in reverse. I guess that's the way I see it. It's like almost more like we're running in reverse to heal about it. Yeah, absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And we just have to seek out, I guess, the the right professionals that will give you the information. And we just, you know, it is it is a movement and it is gaining momentum. Just like. Or organic food, you know, 10 years ago was hard to find. Well, organic food is much easier to find these days, right? Because it, uh, yeah. because the general public, b- big business is going to make what we are willing to pay for. If we're not willing to pay for something, they're not going to produce it. And so if we pay for things and we get enough information, then they will produce it. And so that's how this, this system works. And, you know, this industrial medical complex on, you know, it is all about a big machine and a, you know, a financial money-making machine. And it's, it's almost like being on a Ferris wheel. You know, we, we eat the food that they grow, you know, because I don't know if you know this, but those same people, the Carnegie's and the Rockefeller's and the Morgan's, um, they also um, are in charge of, big agriculture and big food. They corner the market. So they, they corner the market. They grow and they make the fake food and the processed food that will make us sick and Not then rely on them for the cure. So this Ferris wheel is like, you know, you've got your artificial food with all kinds of preservatives that's not yes. organic, so it's got it's got pesticides and, 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 and glyphosate and all of these things. And then that makes us unhealthy. That takes our endocannabinoid system down. We then go to the doctor and he gives us a pill for our ill. And then we go back and we, we still submit to the standard American diet, which is this artificial food that big food and big agriculture grows. And so you're on this Ferris wheel that keeps repeating itself and you got to get off the Ferris wheel and get onto a different ride that's going to take you where you want to go. And so we pay good money 
and, and look at the money we pay for health insurance. What does that get us? Right? No, I mean, yeah. that just gets us more of the same. So, so that's, you know, that's, that's the, the, the challenge that we're, we're facing for those of us that are up against this big industrial medical complex is to educate people as to how to get, um, you know, onto the right ride at the amusement park so that we can have our bliss hormone oh, wow. um, massively produced. Yes. Yeah. And you know, and I'm, it just, it makes so much sense, but yet so many people still don't get it for a lack of a, a more diplomatic way to say it. So I am just happy to have this conversation for our listeners that are able to, you know, follow along with us and, and think about it for themselves and, and start to do their own research and, you know, make, you know, everybody has to make their own choices regardless and that's fine because what works for one may not be the cup of tea for the other, but the fact that they even know and have that option to choose that in and of itself is a game changer. So Dr. Peter, you were talking earlier about things that build up our endocannabinoid system and things that tear it down. So can we talk a little bit about those factors so we know what to avoid or what things we can try to incorporate in our lifestyle so our conductor of our orchestra is, you know, keeping time the way it should be. And, and Absolutely. So that's, that's, and that's what I was just, that's what I was just about to get to because that, I mean, that's the meat of what we really want today. We want some action steps meat? that we can take to move forward, right? Like, <laughs> like meat, right? Um, yeah. So let's, let's first talk about some of the, um, the activities and interactions that we can participate in that will enhance our endocannabinoid system, okay? Well, you know, one of them is social interaction. You know, we always feel better when we're with others and, you know, doing the things that we like to do. So when you're in a social setting and you're interacting with others, that is one way to actually enhance your bliss molecule. So other things that we can do in as far as, as, far as action steps, um, obviously exercise. You know, this is a, 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 a podcast about being healthy. Exercise stimulates your bliss molecule. Um, other things like massage, meditation, yeah. yoga, yeah. chiropractic manipulation, Breathe. uh, breathing exercises, you know, yeah. breath and oxygen is, is amazingly uh, beneficial. These are simple things. Um, and then just voluntary and enjoyable activities. So things that we like to do, whether it's taking a walk in the park, don't we always feel better when we're walking in the park or in the woods or on a hike, right? I mean, there's really not a bad – I mean, that's, that's what we do to relieve stress. What is that really doing? That's just the bliss molecule turning the volume down from the stress we, we may have. So, so those are some of the action steps as far as uh, that we can do and, and implement into our daily, you know, lives, uh, weekly, daily, uh, monthly. And um, so, so those are some action steps. Now, let's talk about some of the things that we will actually put in our body. And let's start with the good stuff, right? So the yeah. endocannabinoid, the endocannabinoid enhancing foods. And so, um, of course, we talked uh, early on. One of those is cacao, which is chocolate. And oh, yeah. Cacao, there you go, oh, yeah. Cacao powder or raw cacao actually contains three compounds that are structurally very similar to endocannabinoids. And what these what, – so you can, you can triple the uh, – you know, triple down on your, your, your bliss molecule with chocolate. And uh, what these compounds do is they actually inhibit the breakdown of your body's own endocannabinoids. So basically, these, these substances let your bliss molecule last and linger for a much longer time. So chocolate is a very... Um, and other compounds in chocolate are also able to help prevent heart disease, stroke, dementia, yep. 
and and the you know the thing you want to look for with with chocolate is you want it to be dark chocolate. You want to you get your oh. best. I know you get your best compounds with 70% or greater. So, yep, 70% or greater. Because the, 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 that just means there's more of those three compounds in the cacao. If you eat a piece of, piece of Hershey's, which is more sugar than anything, then you, you'll get a minimal benefit, but you'll get a detriment with, you know, too much sugar. So the darker the chocolate, the more of these three compounds are in it, and the less of a – there's actually no detriment. It's, chocolate is considered a superfood as long as it's not, um, you know, just your, your, your cheap um, cheap brand. Yeah. It's got to be the right so, chocolate. Um, it's got to be for <laughs> so, so chocolate is one of those foods – and let me let's go into a few other uh, of the foods that are really good. So, essential fatty acids, right? Essential fatty acids are um, found in fish. You know, salmon, tuna. Essential fatty acids are found in nuts and seeds, like walnuts and flax seeds and pistachios, and also greens like kale and spinach. So. So those those are all foods, and there's many others that contain essential fatty acids. Those essential fatty acids are ECS enhancing foods. Also, there's some herbs like echinacea. You know, echinacea is one herb that is uh, great for the endocannabinoid system. And there's a number of spices as well. We've got cinnamon and oregano and black pepper and clove. So. You know, and, and there's others also. You can just um, maybe put in a Google box um, endocannabinoid enhancing foods, and you'll get a whole list of things. I'm just giving you some examples. Um, I get nervous when I hear When you you get nervous when you hear what? When I hear about it. Only Kaylin. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah. Tea. Uh, whole whole leaf peas. Uh, will naturally also help your endocannabinoid system. And all of this improves your health. And, um, you know, obviously that's what our endocannabinoid system is trying to do. It's trying to balance out our health. So yeah. those are the beneficial foods and um, things that we can do. So what we have to now talk a little bit about are the, um, the bad things, the things to avoid. And, um, you know, one of them is we've, we've already, well, we've talked about a couple of things. As far as foods, you know, obviously fast food, processed food, fake food, all of those foods have more detrimental effects than positive nutrients. And we, I don't think we have to argue that point. Um, and no. so the, the less of those foods that you eat, the better you uh, are going to be. So processed foods like white breads and uh, uh, refined sugars, trans fats, fried foods and vegetable oil, such as peanut, corn, and soy oil, you know? Uh, And and on that, yeah, and on that side of food, you want to eat as organic as you can because if it's not organic, it's going to be laced with pesticides and the biggest, um, you know, instigator to human health is the pesticide glyphosate, which is basically the active ingredient in Roundup, which are, yep. you know, our, our medical, you know, uh, industrial medical complex and food growers that are commercially, uh, you know, produced, they use a lot of glyphosate to get these crops to, to heal. That's the whole reason genetically modified plants, GMOs, were created. They were created so that we could use glyphosate that would not kill the crop, only the weeds. So these, yeah. these, these crops are literally called Roundup-ready crops. So you can lace the fields, especially prior to harvest, and that will kill the weeds that are there, and it will not kill the crop, but it will stress the crop into uh, reaching maturity faster so you'll get 
a much greater yield um, full of glyphosate. And so, you know, that's and, – and, and we may have talked in a prior show, but what glyphosate actually is, its mechanism of action is it's antimicrobial, which means it is an antibiotic. And we yeah. hopefully would know what happens to our gut when we take antibiotics. It kills all our good friends, our friendly bacteria, and it opens yeah. our gut up to let things get through the gut lining that shouldn't. And so – it's horrible. It's incredibly horrible. Incredibly. Yeah. Incredibly. What they say. And yep. So those so those are foods to avoid. And then um, on the list of things to avoid is um, as many prescription drugs as possible. the The best prescription drug to be on is no prescription drug because those as well are all chemicals and I'm yep. not telling anybody to get off any drug that they're currently on without talking to their medical doctor, because that's not what this is about. This is about delivering information to alert you to the fact that you're taking a chemical and that chemical has side effects in and on, interactions. Can I jump in on that? Because I mean, yep, it, absolutely. It's like, it, it, it's like getting you into this. Once you're in the system, it's incredibly hard to get out because, you know, you, you, your body starts adjusting to that chemical that you're putting in your body. The human body is so adapted. I mean, God blessed us with a very good machine, and we can abuse it and still survive longer than we should simply because of that. But it's incredibly addictive because our body starts to adjust. And, you know, I get amazed when people say they want to quit cold turkey because I said your body still has a need for that, whatever you're taking. And it, it, until you basically are weaned off of it in a correct and successful way, it's incredibly harmful. I mean, it's not just taking the drug, but the addiction to it as well, unless I'm wrong and, and, and I don't understand it. Absolutely right. The best example is smoking. When, when, when you smoke your first cigarette, you cough and hack and choke, and your body rejects it. If you keep forcing it in, the body eventually gets used to it, and to the point where if you try to stop, it won't let you stop. And, you know, that's the, probably the best example I can think of in that regard. Yeah. Well, it, I right? it, it, yeah. Yeah. And so that is um, – so, so we, we've covered the processed foods. We've covered the uh, prescription drugs. Also pollution of any kind, air pollution, water pollution, drink good water. We had a water show. Breathe good yep. air. You know, be, being well, indoors all day, you're, you're breathing toxins from all the materials that are off-gassing. You know, that new car smell isn't a good smell for your body, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's great to drive a new car, but – it's not, that's not uh, that's an off gas of 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 materials and, and toxins in from materials. So yeah. you know pollutants of yeah, all kinds in the air, the water. We we want to avoid as much of that as we can. Um, and also self induced stress or stress. We have to learn. You know that's where meditation and yoga and massage come in. We want to turn the volume down on stress because stress. Yeah. It will blow through our bliss, our bliss hormone so fast yeah, it will not work. be very blissful, right? And yeah. so um, all of those things directly have an impact on what we talked about in the cancer show, your DNA, right? That's the instruction manual of your cell. It lives in the town hall. That will mess up your instruction manual. And then when we are talking about cancer as a metabolic disease, you know, we get more of a destruction. So those are the bad things that we, you know, that we cover. Those things will take your endocannabinoid system down and your bliss hormone, and um, it'll disappear very quickly. <sighs> Any, you know, and one thing, guys, that if you listen to our show consistently and you hear a lot of the, the new and great things that Dr. Peter shares with us and, and any of our experts that we bring on the show, I hope you're gathering that the body is so interconnectedly connected. 
And one system, one molecule, one mitochondria can impact everything in your whole body because it's all interactive and it works with each other. It builds upon itself. And so it's important that, you know, just like you can't spot improve muscle in your body, you have to build all of your muscle to get the look that you're after. You can't just spot improve your health. Now, you may have some areas that are worse than others that you need to work on, so you can continue to focus more on the other parts, but you really have to look at your health as a whole. So I hope out of all of this and over our, our series and series, Four years, how many every years it is of shows we have now, that that oh. picture started to come into focus for you. Absolutely, and 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 it is this system specifically that manages all of that. That's why you know most people consider it that know about it the most important system because it regulates the whole rest of your body. And like I said, it directs your body what to do when it's dysfunctioning. It helps to correct the dysfunction to manage your overall health and so that is if you ask me i i'm on board it, there's not a system you know that's more important because each of our individual systems they are very important without a cardiovascular system you can't be alive without any of the other systems you can't be alive but you can be alive with them functioning very badly but your quality of life is really not great it's only when everybody's playing well together because of the balance in homeostasis created by the endocannabinoid system that you can truly reach optimal health and really lead a bountiful life. And, um, you know, that's, that's my message. Well, there you go. And, you know, one last thought here because we are running out of time, but I'm really more surprised we didn't have more questions about pot. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not. They're like, oh, he's going to talk to us about hemp. We don't want hemp. <laughs> I don't know. That's I right. Don't know. But, well, but anyway, well, like Peter, I said, the, the one. Go ahead. Go ahead with your last thought. Uh, no, I was just going to say, that, that, as I as I mentioned earlier, the one thing about cannabis and pot is that does contain an actual exogenous bliss hormone, right, THC, that will substitute for your own bliss hormone. So I think there's a place for it, you know, when somebody gets into a place where they need, uh, you know, some help. But that's what plant medicine, when, when you're sick, you go to the doctor for a pill. If you're sick and you want a natural remedy, that may be a place to turn to and, and use that method to enhance many things. And we talked about it in the cancer show. It's vital to use CBD and enhance your endocannabinoid system because it slows the electron transport chain down and, and, and it helps us to get rid of that cancer. But, um, but that's where the THC and the cannabis side of it comes in. So, but there are really no side effects. Oh, one, let, let me say one last thing. I know we're almost out of time. Um, basically, talking about CBD and cannabis, these these receptors in our body, they become acclimated. So if you do use cannabis and if you do use CBD, they will become desensitized to the use of this over there you time. Go. You can't really overdose on this. You, you can take too much in, but the receptors just won't receive it. And you have to use more and more to get the same effect. So what, what they recommend is with CBD and cannabis that you have to kind of take a little bit of a fast from it, you know, a vacation from it to re-enhance uh, the uh, receptor sensitivity to these things. Okay, so just uh, wanted to make that point clear. All right, very good. So, and then there you have it. You have options. There is the non-hallucinatory version. Just keep that in mind. Same effects. No, hi. It is a good thing. With that being said, I just want to say real quickly, Dr. Peter has a couple of great uh, Instagram videos on the endocannabinoid system on Instagram. So just look for him, Dr. Peter Chihonsky. One word, last name, C-I-C-H-O-N-S-K-I. We have 10 seconds. A little yeah, barrier in our ears. So 
On behalf of Dr. Peter, all of our endocannabinoid lovers everywhere, the boys from P for P yeah. Muscle, our super lovers, and Chocolate Way for the win, hashtag, oh, your body go. is a temple. So let's build it. Dark chocolate.